Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Hey, and, and welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, coach, what's going on? Not much. Daryl got a lot of things going on uh, in basketball, but we've got a few little incidents going on in the NFL. Yeah, you know, it's always something going on in the NFL. You know, and I guess before we get to um, before we get to the um, the our NCAA brackets, which most of us have a busted bracket by now. You know, coach, is something that's been troubling me. Um, a little bit lately is is the violence in the NFL and not only the Ray Rice situation and you know there's always going to be some somebody getting busted for drugs or something but when we start hearing this um this gun violence um you know two weeks ago Chris Chris Johnson was involved in a shooting not far from where we live at in Orlando Florida where he was um he was a passenger in a in an automobile, one of the pat, one of the guys in the automobile got killed. Uh, Chris Brown suffered a gunshot to to his, I think, his shoulder, and someone else was um, shot in the car as well. So it was three passengers in the three people in the car. All three of them suffered gunshot wounds, and one of the um, passengers was was actually killed. Um, so you know these things don't seem to go away, and every year it's, it's um. It's another one and another one, and it just makes you wonder when is when is some of this stuff going to stop? Well, coach, the thing that bothers me the most is I understand that these guys want to go back and show their support for the community they grew up in, but like you and I talked off the air earlier, if you go back there in a way flaunting your success, then their characters and uh, street thugs, I hate to say it like that, but that's how it is, are going to try to see if they can't take advantage of your prosperity. Well, Coach, they call haters. Let's call them what they are. It's a lot of haters out there. And um, I think you have to understand that if, if, if you've come from nothing to something, uh, you really have to be able to appreciate what you have in having that something. But at the same time, I don't think it's a wise idea to go back to that area that you used to call nothing or that area that you grew up in that was a pretty pretty rough community, it's not a wise idea to go back there in a car that costs $180,000. I just don't see that as being a smart thing to do, especially if you're going over there to hang out. It's one thing if you're driving your 180000 car back to that community to have a, a, a camp or have some kind of fun festival activity that you're paying for for the whole community during the daytime, that's fine. You know, you do that and you leave and you go back to your gated community. 
But if you leave your gated community in a, in a $180,000 car and you just want to go and hang out at the nightclub that you used to hang out in when you was 19 or 21 years old, when you lived in that community, hey, it's a lot of people looking at you saying, man, if he's riding around in a car with worth 180 grand, it's a possibility he might have at least 20 grand in his pocket. So, hey, I think he puts himself in danger. Coach, and, and I, think, I think you're absolutely correct. And I think that that's uh, some of the problem that these guys fall in is that they uh, uh, mistakenly think that uh, they're going to give be given a pass when, in fact, they aren't. Uh, well, that that's for sure. You know, um, you know, and and I guess when you look at um, some of the situations that. Um, uh, Chris Johnson has been involved in, you know, um, uh, earlier earlier this year, um, I guess about a week ago, some charges were dropped on him for gun possession in the state of Florida that stemmed from an incident last year where he was stopped, where a police officer said he saw a, a gun in his car. Well, the charges were dropped because uh, Chris Johnson does have a license to carry a gun and his um, he does have a concealed weapons permit. And apparently, um, <clears throat> the the officer said his his weapon was not stored. And now uh, Chris is saying, "Hey, my weapon was stored." And apparently, the judges in the state of Florida agreed with Chris. And uh, you know, even though he he walked away from that incident, coach, this is just another situation that he's had to pay some lawyer. Uh, uh, some absorbent amount of money, probably upwards of five hundred dollars an hour, to to clear his name in a situation that that just that was probably brought on. And and by no means am I saying that a man should not be able to drive a car or drive his car wherever he wants to go. But if you're driving a car in a in a community, and it's a hundred houses in that community, and all hundred of those houses combined only is, is the equivalent of about half of what your cars cost. Hey, you got to be weary of this kind of stuff, Coach. I just, I just, you know, if you're riding around in a in a Ferrari four 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 fifty eight Italia in um in parts of Orlando where you shouldn't be, you're probably going to get stopped, or you're probably at least going to be tailed. Especially if you're a black man. Let's just keep it real. You know? Come on. If I look Italian and I'm riding in that car, I might get a pass. But if I'm Chris Johnson with these dreadlocks flying in the air and I'm riding around in a snow white Ferrari 458 Italia, uh, I might get stopped. Even when they run the tags and find out it's Chris. Because it's a lot of police officers, whether we believe it or not, they want to get a name for themselves. They want to catch Chris Johnson doing something stupid. And coach, he has a a, a, a a track record of of not being cooperative, and, it, and undoubtedly in this case, uh, the guy that was driving was a friend, but he was uncooperative to the police. So he got shot. The other guy that got shot that was just wounded got shot in the tricep and the thigh, and the other friend got shot and killed. So we know five or six shots were fired into that vehicle, and. I would want to find out who had shot my friends and myself, and I would think I would have been more cooperative to the police. Now, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But uh, it just it sends out 
a bad vibe for the guy. And, and you know, he's unemployed right now. Yeah, he, he he's unemployed. And, and with this situation hanging over him, um, with this situation hanging over him, Coach, uh, I, I really think uh, he's probably not going to be hired at all um, this year. And, and Chris Johnson is not the kind of running back that could miss a year out of football. So this might be the end of his career because of this, um, uh, uh, because of this shooting situation in Orlando. And this young man that, that, uh, that passed away in the shooting, his name is um, Decarius Raleigh Johnson. And when we hear people talk about him, they usually say Raleigh, Raleigh Johnson. So this young man um, lost his life in this situation. And they had his funeral over the weekend here in Florida. And um, Chris Johnson went to the funeral and apparently um, really upset some people in the family. Because um, the family thinks that because Chris Johnson was hanging with this other guy that got shot in this um, in this drive-by shooting situation, it brought a lot of attention to Riley Johnson and caused him to be caused him to lose his life. Well, Chris Johnson um, was basically forced to leave the funeral, and in the midst of him leaving the funeral, by the guy Riley Johnson's mother ran out to Chris and asked him to come back. From what's written by um, TMZ and reported by TMZ, Chris Johnson came back to the funeral, didn't say anything, didn't cause any problem, was very polite, uh, stayed for the duration of the funeral, and then he left. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, and, when, and, and there are also pictures of Chris Johnson and this guy Riley Johnson on the Internet where Chris really looks like he's throwing gang signs up. You know, and, and this is not the first time that we've seen this guy, Chris Johnson, um, throw, his, throw his set his gang set up. So um, these are the kind of things, Coach, that really lead me to believe that um, we may, may have seen the last of Chris um, in an NFL uniform. And that's, and that's so sad, Daryl, because he's got some special gifts from God that, uh, that he needs to use to the point that he can no longer play other than just bad decision-making. Yeah, you know, um, it, it is, Coach. It really is. You know, it, it really is. And, you know, and to make these things even worse, um, there's another picture of Chris um, Chris Johnson on the Internet where with him. This is the first photo that's come about of him since he, um, since he got shot. And um, there's a picture of him. And with the with his arm in a sling, and there's a picture of another guy um, on his on his left hand side with his arm all bandaged up. Now, apparently, this is not the guy that was involved in the uh, in the car in the car shooting with Chris. And then there's another picture of a guy, coach, who is a rapper, and um, and this rapper is actually. Uh, throwing up, you know the throwing up the bird, and uh, and, and the rapper puts on, and this is on a, on an Instagram or one of those um, whatever it is. The rapper puts it in there. He says, "I heard you 
um, blankety blank looking for me. I got something in common. F you all, juicy. Uh, so you know, it, it just it, and then you know, and Chris, Chris is right beside this guy that that posts this on the internet. You just really think that you know when, when you see people going down this road. If you're a friend of his, you really shouldn't be around him because no. you see what happens with with people that hang around him. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it's and it's almost giving the city of Orlando a bad name too. It really is. Yeah. Well, it, it you really know, you'd love to see uh, you, you love to see guys come back and give back to the community they're from. That causes a good image for the community, not a bad one. And he's definitely not giving them a good image. Hey, he's he's definitely not giving a um, a good image for this program. However, you know, um, you know, Chris is he he's been an overachiever. You know, um, didn't go to a big time university. Um, has has still considered possibly one of the fastest men ever in the NFL, and um, and and I hope he comes through with out of this situation here as well. I, I really do. You know, I, it's it's going to be a little tougher than normal, but I, I really do hope hope he can uh, he can work his way out of this and come back up. Well, coach, I think somebody may give him a shot. Uh, he needs to kind of clean his nose up and try to uh, hope his agent can get him a try somewhere. You know, um, the guy Jay Glazer said it best: "Stop hanging around dangerous people, man." You know yeah. how, how hard is that? You know, yeah. and and I guess it's it's terrible to say that you almost have to put on a disguise to go back to your old neighborhood. But I know people that really, literally, have to put on a disguise to go back to their old neighborhood. You know, and and it's nothing wrong with having a having a nineteen ninety nine Ford Taurus to, to drive back to your old neighborhood. That's part of the that's part of the game that we live because you cannot drive a, a 2014 Bentley rolling up in your old neighborhood because somebody might rob you, man. Somebody might kill you. Somebody might put a gun in your face. But if you're riding around in that, in that 1999 Taurus, hey, nobody's probably going to mess with you. If, you know, you got that, that Crown Vic, maybe even put some rims on the Crown Vic. Nobody's going to mess with you. I agree totally, Daryl. It's one of those kind of things where just prudence is a is a virtue. I mean, uh, just you know, it you know it may be sad in a way, but also just good common sense. Yeah, it, it does make good common sense, coach. And um, and I, I like I said, I just I really wish Chris Chris the best, you know. And um, and I hate the fact that um, that this whole this whole situation is a. Uh, it puts a black eye on our state, and, uh, and it puts a black eye on on his community, and um, it's just it's it's not good. And and, I, and and honestly, I think this guy's a good kid. I really think he's a, a nice, a good good person. That maybe um maybe peer pressure is, is an issue with him, um, and, and sometimes it's just really hard for these guys to cut loose some of their old friends, you know. Yeah. It really is. They're old ways. And they're old ways, too. Yep. 
You know, um, <clears throat> Tony Dungy said it best. He says, nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. Now, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of people said two o'clock, but Tony Dungy says twelve o'clock. You know, and uh, and and Tony Dungy used to come in, and, and one of my friends played for Tony Dungy. He said Tony Dungy used to come in every week. Anybody that got arrested, he would show you after twelve o'clock, guys. And he said it was always involved after twelve o'clock, alcohol, and women. Those were the three common factors. After 12, alcohol and women. And he said most of the time, Tony would say, it's usually a woman that you shouldn't be with. Well, Coach, Tony Dungy is one of the, my favorite people in the world. And uh, I think I could have listened to him if I would have played for him. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, Coach, uh, you know, it's, it's a – when you look at the list of um, of athletes that have that have gone down for just uh, crazy things, you, you find that that Tony Dungy theory uh, holds a lot of water, Coach. I mean, a lot of water because a lot of these guys they they go down for some of the the simplest crimes you, you could ever think of, you know. So. And and what can we do? You know, we could pray for them, and and we could talk to them. And and these guys have the best of everything. Here here are young men that have access to to um to wheels, basically. You know, they have access to cabs. You know, they they have these uh, this Uber thing now. You could always call somebody if you got two thousand dollars in your pocket. There's no need to drive drunk. It just doesn't make any sense. And you find a lot of these young men, they end up um that's that's one of their the, the common um, causes of a lot of these young men um, get arrested is is alcohol. Well, Coach, we're going to take our break now? Hey, we're going to take a quick break, Coach, and when we get back, we'll give a list of some of the USA Today um, top arrests from the NFL. We're going to look at who's, who's all going down in the NFL, who's going to the clinker, who's going to the crossbar motel for no reason at all except having too many drinks and driving. That's a bad reason. But anyway, guys, we'll be right back with more Sports Info UM on the Voice of America Radio. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Coach, we got Stephen Morris from Jacksonville, Florida on the line. Steve, y'all got a few criminals over there in Jacksonville. That dude Blackman, he just can't keep his nose straight, clean, uh, for nothing in the world, man. Come on, what's going on, Blackman? Is he going to be able to play this year? Hey, Jerome, what's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? All right, how you doing, Darrell? I'm doing good. Hey, um, Coach, we got Jerome Wilkinson on the line. Jerome's calling us from Palaka, Florida. Hey, Jerome. How's how's your bracket looking, man? Are you still straight or are you you busted? I'm looking good in the south and okay in the Midwest, but I'm looking bad in the west and the east. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one drunk. <sighs> you know, uh, Jerome. Before we get into your bracket a little bit, man, we've been talking a little bit about this violence in the NFL and just uh, it's, we have a lot of violence in our country, but we we when we kind of talk about the violence in this sport that we love so much. The NFL has done a pretty good job of, uh, of cleaning up some of the situations, especially uh, violence against women. In the last year, they've done a lot. But um, this Chris, Chris Johnson situation where he was involved in a, in a drive-by shooting, um, causing a death of a young man, and the, uh, the other passenger in the car was shot. Chris also suffered uh, gunshot wounds. You know, um, I just really question it sometimes we see these guys going back to some of their neighborhoods that were not so so prosperous or were not really good neighborhoods and hanging out and, and basically driving these $200,000 cars in these neighborhoods that, you know, it's almost crying out, bringing a lot of attention to yourself. If you're riding around a $200,000 car in that neighborhood, you, you probably have maybe a couple thousand in your pocket. Maybe more than yeah. a couple thousand in your pocket. You're almost begging someone to say, hey, come stick me up. You mm-hmm. know? 
what's your, what's your view on that? I, and I, I know we should be able to drive our cars wherever we want to go, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a situation where once you get into a certain uh, bracket, once you get into a certain income, you've got to kind of uh, know where to go and what to do a little bit. I mean, yeah, we uh, again, like you said, you should be able to drive and go anywhere, but you know yourself you're setting yourself up for something wrong to go happen to happen to you if you're in a certain place or a certain area. I can recall a time when we were playing softball and we went up to Mississippi and a guy asked us because we were walking around was we down with Squadron 5 and, you know, we don't know what that means. We was in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time. It could have been a bad situation, but, you know, we got we talked ourselves out of it and that's, you know, something I learned from. I'm not going to go in those places anymore. So I think the NFL players, you know, got to, you know, start hanging out with some positive people. You look at where Hernandez was and what he was doing, and the Pierce guy just, the, uh, Jacksonville picked up, was in a situation like that. And, you know, they got to start kind of looking out for their future and know what they're, where they're going and what they're doing. Just using some good common sense, Sean. Oh, for sure using good common sense. You know, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, a lot of these guys, they, they receive training from the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. my dad always told me, say, son, don't wait on your mistakes to learn from. Learn from the mistakes around you. And if these guys don't have enough ammunition around them to learn from, hey, they're never going to get it, man. I mean, Chris Johnson have had to see so many people fall on fall by the wayside from doing stupid things till he has to have seen enough to learn from it. But if you continue to do the same old thing, same old thing is going to happen to you that happened to people before you that did that same old thing. Yep, exactly right. And uh, sometimes you have to cut the boys loose. The boys going to be still hanging out where you been. It's all right to visit and go back. But sometimes you're going to have to cut them loose and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not down with that anymore. I'm uh, moving up big and better things. Exactly. You know, uh, and... <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with, I guess, inviting people to your house if you're all going to have a sensible, good time. But if you're going to have, go. you're going to act a fool, then you can't even invite them to your house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you but, but, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. We were just talking about this, what about Tony Dungy said, nothing happens good after 12 o'clock. My parents used to say after 2 o'clock. But, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy when we see how many, how many of these guys get arrested for situations that involve women, alcohol, and after 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And you know the lifestyle. You know what you're getting into. You know where uh, you know where everything is. And uh, people are preying on athletes these days. They, they they start fights with them just to try to get into a lawsuit. They uh, run in front of their car trying to get hit just to get into a lawsuit. So you're a prey out there already, so you're almost kind of like set up from the get-go. So... Don't put yourself in no situation. You probably won't have to worry about it. Exactly. Uh, Jones Drews last year here in Jacksonville, Florida, he got involved in a situation in St. Augustine where he punched a guy. And uh, and that guy got a pretty good payday from that punch, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? They're going to get paid because you don't want to take things to court in there if everybody have your dirty laundry out there in public. So more than likely you're going to sell a lot outside of court. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of guys do settle outside of court, you know, especially when a situation that involves violence where, where they've basically been um, antagonized into a situation where they were just, you know, you, know, you can only 
People can only talk about your mama for so long, and then you get mad, man. And some of these guys, you only have to say yo, and then they get mad. You know what I mean? It's hard to stop them once they get mad either. But if you get mad like that, hey, and the and some of these people will tell you, hey, the paycheck was worth the whooping that I took. <laughs> some of them say that and accept that. And we'll accept it. And and um and and it's, and it happens all the time. You know, it happens all the time. And and trust me, it's not just these guys taking a whooping in a lot of cases and I don't I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's some women out there that are real tricky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they real tricky. And you can call you can, you can say it how you want to say it, but uh it's some of them out there they got a lot of game up their sleeve. You know, and oh, yeah. hey, I'm not gonna say that woman Jameis Winston got caught up with is one of those women. However, um, it's a lot of women out there that are real, real tricky. You know, mm-hmm. you know how in the world does Evander Holyfield have like 16 kids? It's a lot of women out there, real tricky, yes, and, and, and and no money. This man has has made over 200 million dollars, and he's lucky if he got three million dollars right now. <clears throat> It's a lot of women tricky out there, man. Coach, you know, oh, yeah. Coach uh, Ray Rice has got a wife now. She wasn't married at one time. He knocked that woman out, and she's married. Right, right. And that that worked right into a wedding. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and hey, and and it's you know uh, what's this kid named Cromati for um, for the Jets? He just signed back with the Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got like sixteen kids. Yeah, like an NBA player almost. It's a lot of, it's a, hey, the only problem, he ain't getting paid like them NBA guys, you know? No. Uh-uh. So, I mean, these guys really have to have to guard against so many things. And some of them are really just not smart enough to, to guard against all of that stuff. And uh, right. and I'm about to throw Chris Johnson in that category of not being smart enough to guard against some of these things because he seems to just not understand that you know, you got to keep a low profile, especially when you come home. Yep, sure do. Yep. You know, people want to see him out and about in New York City. But I mm-hmm. think it's a lot of haters in Orlando and Orange County and Seminole County. They don't want to see this brother riding around in a in a $200,000 car. No. 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 So how's, how is your bracket, Jerome? You know, you, well, you know, I still got uh, Kentucky Live, so as long as I got Kentucky Live, I'm looking pretty good. And um, I think they, I think they're gonna get a, a game out of either Wisconsin or Arizona, whichever uh, makes it there. Uh, Wisconsin got Comiskey and uh, Kid Ashley and McConnell playing pretty good. And uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Arizona got that, and uh, 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 Arizona got Stanley Johnson and uh, uh, a couple of good players. So I think they may get Kentucky a run. I think they may give Kentucky a run as well. You know, and um, I got Kentucky. I got the field. So I'm taking the whole field against Kentucky. You know what I mean? And I got Kentucky. And, and Coach, Coach got Kentucky. I got the field. Yep. Well, I don't I really, see nobody on the other side of the bracket that can beat them. So it's going to be happening in the semifinal. If they get to the final, there's nobody that's going to make it on the other side that's going to beat them. I just don't see that. And, Jerome, I think you're right. I think, I think uh, Arizona's the only one on their side. It's got a chance to do anything to them. Seems to be, yeah, Arizona, and because uh, I think they will get by Wisconsin because Wisconsin just got really two players 
and Arizona got a good start in five, and um, uh, they can match up with Kentucky pretty good. They can run with Kentucky pretty good, and they got a smart coach too. So he's going to put together a good game plan. He know he's probably looked at what thirty-seven films of them. So in uh, Kentucky, you got to remember they're still freshmen. A lot of freshmen playing, and they haven't played a bad a, a, a bad game yet. And more than likely, you're going to play one bad game. I think yeah. you're right. They are going to play one bad game. Hey, um, Jerome, hold on one second. We got another call on the line. Uh, Matt, we got Eddie Williams on the line? Yeah. Eddie, what's going on? What's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, I'm loving life, man. We got Jerome Wilkinson on the line right now talking about his bracket, how how he really thinks Kentucky's going to take this whole thing. And uh, we got Coach Gordon Roberts on the line as co-host. What's going on, Eddie? Eddie Williams, guys, is a um, hey, uh, a former university, former University of Miami Hurricane. Um, graduated in 1983, member of the 1983 national championship team, uh, starter on that championship team. Eddie is from Apopka, Florida. Eddie Joe right. Williams, what's going on with you? What's going on, man? I hear y'all talking about that bracket, but y'all got to remember, right, on any given day, anybody can be beat now. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So, can be beat now. I like when you say the only team out there might be able to give them a chance is Arizona, but don't y'all sleep on Wisconsin either now. All right. Okay, now, and I'm going to tell you guys, don't sleep on North Carolina. You know, don't sleep on the Tar Heels. No, I ain't going to sleep on the Tar Heels because they got, they got a player from my pop named Joe Barry. Young kid, okay. freshman starting up there. So, I ain't going to sleep on them. I'm going to keep my eye on them. All right. It's hard to bet against Krzyzewski, too, but I hate betting against him on any kind of basketball. Thing. That man know he can coach. <laughs> It's definitely yeah, hard to go against yourself. Yep. And, you know, and, uh, and Notre Dame has is, is, is played some good basketball this season. And this kid, Grant, a true All-American, is, is, is a – he's definitely an NBA player. We'll see him at the next level. And sometimes, guys, mm-hmm. y'all know this. If you've got one of these guys on your team who's definitely going to be starting in the, and who's going to be playing at the next level, he can carry a team two or three games in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we so seem to get hot for a couple of games in this tournament. I mean, like you say, it's Kentucky against the field, so any uh, team can get there in a one-game situation. Uh, like uh, Eddie said, anybody can beat anybody on in a, in a given night. Oh yeah, the engine was come out like they did the other day. You know what I mean? They came out a little slow, but they picked it up in the second half. And yeah, I mean, they, uh, got, they got a lot of depth, though. It's hard to beat depth. Cincinnati gave them all they could handle um, for the first half. You know, second half, um, Kentucky kind of pulled away from them and flexed their muscles a little bit. But uh, it's it's not going to be a pushover this week against West Virginia. You know, uh, this this guy for, that coaches West Virginia, I can't think of his name right now, but he used to be the coach for Cincinnati, and uh, he's put together a pretty strong team. And he's he's been to the tournament uh, last few years in a row. So don't be surprised if they uh, if they come out trying to flex something on Kentucky. Yeah, I think that's Bob Huggins. Uh, Bob Huggins. Yeah, yes, that, that is. He's been around. He know what he's doing. Oh yeah, he's been he's been at this thing for a while. This guy he suffered a heart attack one time, as a matter of fact, while he was at Cincinnati. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, recovered good. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, but on the other on the other side, guys, you know, uh, NC State <clears throat> is going to be taking on Louisville, and um, 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Louisville at all. I'm pulling for anybody to beat Louisville. I just don't, I don't like their coach. Never have, you know. So. Yeah, you can't be biased like that now. <laughs> I don't like their coach, man. Ever since this guy talked his graduate assistant to um to take a dive for him, as far as um telling this lady that um no, he wanted the, the, the assistant to tell the public that he got this woman pregnant. And he ordered her to have an abortion. Well, it was Rick Petito doing this whole thing on his own, man. He got the woman pregnant. He wanted the woman to have an abortion. And guess what? The woman ended up going to jail for extorting him. Come on. Yeah, so hey, you know, he's a powerful man in Kentucky, without a doubt. He's a powerful man in college basketball, without a doubt. And I just don't like to see people that powerful with that much control. Just, uh... Bracket, number one and number two gone, so it's wide open. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah, it's wide, wide open. open. You know, and uh, and Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma has a lot of length on that team, man. You know, and, and they're going to be playing. Uh, here's another coach, Michigan State. He's been there a lot of times. Um, oh, trying to get you to be on the radio, but yeah, uh, is yep. yeah, he's been there for a while. I'm yep. Well, hey, um. Hey, Hey, Jerome, hold on. Yes, sir. Eddie, hold on. Yes. Coach, hold I'm on. Sorry. And, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, break, gather ourselves together, get a good huddle going strong, come out on the second break. Guys, we're going to be right back with more Sports Info U.M. on the Voice America Radio. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on kwame lassiter's sports talk it's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're 
tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey guys, we got Eddie Williams from Apopka, Florida. We got Jerome Wilkerson from Palaka, Florida. And now we got Ken calling in from the ancient city, St. Augustine, Florida. What's happening, Ken? Nothing. How you doing, my brother? How you doing? I like the show. I like the format. Hey, Sounds thanks, good. man. Thanks. I like now, the you, now you, you know, you're here. Don't be a stranger. And before we go any further, I want to say this. Yeah. I played golf with mm-hmm. Ken and his sister about four months ago. It wasn't. It was bad enough that Kim whooped the snot out of me. His sister beat both of us. I mean, man, and she was talking more trash than the radio. Man, this one was killing us. And it yeah, was bad enough that you know they had a brother sister rivalry. She was talking to me. Damn, you need to get some new clubs. That won't raggedy clubs you got ain't no good. You need to get some top dollar stuff. Oh man, it was rough. It was real rough, man. I mean, real rough. But Ken, uh, tell your sister I said hello. And uh, and who you got? Who you got in the final four, Ken? Yeah, I my my final four. This is what I picked for the final four: Kentucky. Duke, North Carolina, Arizona. Okay. All right. Now, and you know, and I, think, I, think, I think I think I think Arizona will give Kentucky all they want. I don't think I, I think Duke can Duke can give them a hard time, but they can't stay there with that that Kentucky pressure. And uh, North Carolina got some big, so at least they can play with them. So if they get past North Carolina, uh, I think Arizona can get them, but. You know, if they play the way they've been playing, they, they, they may be able to run the table. I like them. I like them because they're out there at SEC. But uh, that Arizona team was good. Yeah, that Arizona team is good. And, and, they, and they have a lot of length, too. And they, and they, they press the ball. They got a lot of length. And that's yeah. what it is. It's that length. Arizona got so they got, they got a deep bit. Uh, Carolina got some big boys, too. I just don't know if they can... If they can play on the level of uh, Kentucky, they got the heart. They definitely got the heart. They got the size. So it's going to be a size matchup. Now, Duke, they just got that little Okafor kid. I like him a lot. He's very good. Good hands, good feet, good feet movement. He's going to go really high next year once he once he declares for the draft. He's a freshman now, so he can't go. But I really like his. I like the fact that he likes being a big man. He moves like a big man. Like that kid. Like him a lot. Like mm-hmm. him a lot. But I still kind of believe Arizona may give Kentucky all they want. Because I think those other two teams, I think Duke going to weigh them down. North Carolina might might beat them up. Or they, they'll beat each other up. So that's where we'll, we'll see who, who can survive. You know, whoever beats who up the most. But uh, I think that'll be, the, it'll be those four. I think so. Okay. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be very exciting to see Kentucky play Arizona for the championship. Wow. And then, and would you agree or disagree with that, Jerome? Well, let me tell you my final four. I kind of agree with Ken okay. with Kentucky and Arizona, but I'm going uh-huh. with a dark horse from the West Coast UCLA, and I have okay. Villanova, but that that's been busted up right now. So I got a dark horse coming in out of uh, California, and uh, still with Kentucky and Arizona, with Kentucky winning the whole thing. 
Wow. I like that. I like that UCLA pick because UCLA really, they probably one of the the few teams that's in this tournament that has a legitimate big man. They have a center inside that plays like a center. He's not a center that plays like a forward. He is really a center. So I I, I like that UCLA pick. Yep. Mm -hmm. Eddie, who are you liking in this, in your final four? Man, I'm going with Kentucky, man. I mean, I just hey, I ain't got no other choice. I like what I see out of a lot of them, but you know what? The proof is in the pudding with those young, those young guys they got and the depth they got. The kind of depth they got, you don't see that every day. That, that's for sure. That's for yeah, sure. That, that showed on our Saturday when they played uh, Cincinnati. When they played Cincinnati, Cincinnati, they came out the box good, but they just didn't have enough depth. I, I would agree with you. And and when you look at that Kentucky team, man, they're talking about possibly six of these guys going in the first round of the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. That that tells you about the depth that he has on this team. You know? Yeah. Hey, remember, these guys right here ain't scratched the surface, though. They capabilities, yes. And, and and they probably never will because I don't see this team staying together after this year. You know, uh, at least five of these guys or six of them are going to go in the NBA draft. So now uh, Rick Pitino, uh, uh, not, uh, not Rick Pitino, but Calipari, he'll be starting all over doing it again. He'll bring in a fresh five or six next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. College basketball where he's been together for three years. Uh, how, do you, how do you get three seven-footers to go to your school? That's called recruiting and paying. How much you have to pay their families to get them to come to your school? Sometimes <laughs> you don't have to pay nothing. Uh, Sometimes you don't have to pay nothing. You just have to get daddy a good job at the factory. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you get three seven-footers to come to one school. One seven-footers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. These are not no. It's, it's not like these seven footers from Nigeria who've only been playing basketball for three years. These are guys that have been playing since they were eight, nine years old, man. But these guys have been recruiting them since they were eleven and twelve years old too. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I just heard a story where this guy said he went to recruit some kid from uh, Oklahoma and say uh-huh. he saw a fourteen year old there. He said, "That's the kid I want right there." Uh-huh. And the kid wasn't even in high school yet. He wasn't even, wasn't even in high school. And they, and they recruited right. that kid from the time he was 14 until he came to Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma. Well, I want to tell you all about this kid I met. I just met him about, I haven't met him. I met his mother. He's 15 years old and six foot six. Uh-huh. And he over here now, uh, he goes to school over here. He goes, to, he's in, uh, he's just in the ninth grade. Wow. Great. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to get him over to Gainesville to meet, meet the coach because uh, he ain't but 15. <laughs> wow. Just start that AAU basketball. Mama, Mama are you trying to get him to Palaka? I'm trying to get him to, no, I'm trying to, get him to Florida. <laughs> to Palaka? <laughs> no, Florida. Uh, he's he's hey, in ninth grade. He don't need to go to Palaka. He's already in school at, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 You want to get a black and Jerome? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. 
Hey, hey well, Ken, I'm going to tell you something, man. You better be quiet about that kid because people listen to this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Well, there's some yeah. schools wanna, around this state I, have a lot of money. I, and they do I not mind spending money it. to get these kids to come it. and play high school basketball for them. I want to hear about His last name is McKinney. Okay. His mother's That's, name is Stephanie. I want to hear about it. She tried to get him to college. Uh, well, I'm talking about high school. You say he's only in the ninth grade. I'm yeah, telling you, man, there's some schools over yeah. there in Jacksonville, some private schools that'll pay top dollar for him to come over there. They'll say they'll give you a scholarship until you see his mom riding around in a new car. Yeah, well, hey, whatever she said. Hey, you know, you know how, whatever, whatever it takes. Because uh, eventually he may make it. He may need a financial advisor. I'm the man to manage that money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you, kid. I hear you, kid. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, I really appreciate y'all coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. We got a couple of callers outside that that's still waiting. I'm going to give them a chance to come on. Hey, Eddie, I appreciate hey, you, man. Yeah, right, don't go straight. Come and see. Come hey, and holler at us anytime. You want to give, give anybody a shout-out before you go? What the thing I want to give a shout out to all them canes out there, man. You know they talk the trash about that golf tournament. So if all y'all want to participate in this golf tournament that we have in here at we'll be glad to have you guys. You will come from Florida State, FSU, University of Florida, or South Florida. We're looking for golf participants for the golf tournament. All right. We got somebody it? coming on what the show it? that's going to talk a little bit more about the, the tournament and give us more information. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jerome, you want to give a shout out to anybody before you get out of here? Sure, let me give a shout-out to all the BCU Wildcats and any other P-Town ballers from Palaka, Florida. All right. I like that. I love it, baby. All right, hey, kid, give a shout-out before yeah. you get out of here. Shout-out shout out to all the Gators and the Omegas and the Omicron's later chapter University of Florida and the Psycho Spring 75. Hey, peace out, brothers. I'll holler at y'all. Hey, Matt, we got out. another call right. on the line. Who we got on? We got John. And I, is Scott still with us? Yeah, let's get both of them on the line. All I want to talk about what's going on down south of the youth. Oh, shut up. What's happening, Scott? Hey, John Hightower with you. Hey, John, what's going on? John, hey, uh, John is calling to talk to us a little bit about the golf tournament, Scott. Um, uh, hold on, hold on one second, John. We're going we're gonna to take care of this situation we got here about these canes first. Uh, Scott, what's your problem now? Hey, I just want to hey, forget all the Final Four. We just need to talk about the U. What's going on down south? Down the South Beach. <laughs> uh, I just don't like what's going on. It hasn't been like that, and it's been going uh, down for the last four years. I don't understand how we, we uh, can put up with, with it for that long. Hey, I don't know how we could put up with it either, uh... Scott, you know, we, we done went south so far. We down past Cuba now. We done been past Keys, down past Cuba, man. University of Miami is going south. And, and, yeah, and, that right. And I think it's our coach. I really do. I think Coach Golden has to tighten up this year, man. He really has to tighten up. He's had a lot of great players come through this program, and they just don't seem to be getting max out of these players. And I think he has to tighten up, Scott. I really do. Well, you look at what we're we're fixing to put in the NFL and the top rounds of this team that went six and six, and uh, that's the best we could do. And what what's what's how the players go to the NFL? Hey, I, I would talent. agree with you. He's had you know, you're talking talent. about 
Duke Johnson, they have him like as the top four. He's the fourth best running back coming out of this draft. You know, they have this guy Perryman. He's in the top five linebackers coming out of this draft. We also have um, Wolfwood, uh, uh, Wolfwood, the tight end who's coming out. He's, I think he's as the number one tight end coming out of this tight draft. End, yes. So, hey, it's, it's a lot got, of great uh, players. offensive linemen coming out. Yeah. We've so got we've got talent. Yeah, we have talent. I mean, we're not talking the talent about talent. You got you don't you don't have a six and six season like we've had well, like we have this year. Right, and and we're not talking about the second day draft. We're talking about the first day draft. These guys are going to be coming That's out, right. and and we'll probably have more. As we'll probably have Florida State will probably have more players selected in the NFL draft. We'll be behind Florida State, and it will be no reason for us to be uh, pulling in the kind of record we pulled in last year. And to put down the kind of lay down effort that we put in last year um, for us to have this many players in a draft, it's just something's wrong with this. Well, hey, Scott. Yes, hey, is. man. It, it, it all boils down to the coaching. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It, it, it really does. Yep. Hey, Scott, hold on for us. Hey, uh, Mr. Hightower. I'm here. How's it going, Ken? Hey, Ken, how you doing, man? Things are great. Things are great. I, I hear y'all talking about the U. And I'm going to tell you something. You might have a down year in football, but you ain't never got no down year in taking a challenge. I've got to tell you, these, these alumni from the University of Miami, when I put this thing about the golf tournament out, they stepped up to the plate and got the first team in. And they, it's a challenge that any other school in Florida bring it. Now, that's, that's us, you. man. We stick together <laughs> now. Well, if if one caller say, hey, can you – if it's available, it's it's just a matter of hey. Yes, I will. I will be there. So um, nah, and Eddie don't be Williams. surprised if you have like three or four more teams from the University of Miami coming over there. If Eddie I'm Williams okay. got something to do with, hey man, Eddie Williams is one of the godfathers of this University of Miami. One program. of them. Uh, well, just listen, I helped raise that young man. But I'm gonna tell you, when I put it out to him, he jumped on it. Oh yeah, he, I got to give him credit. He loved working with young people. Yeah, he loved working with them, and he said, hey. If you're going to have a tournament, I'll get some teams. Now, here go the talent. All them Gators, them Seminoles, them Wildcats, them Rattlers that's listening. And I'm going to go to the Wildcats especially because I am a Wildcat. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm from BC. I went to BCC, which is BCU now. I'm putting it out there. Just because them schools bigger, that don't mean they better. Wildcats, come on, get some teams in. This golf tournament is a bunch of fun. Uh, we raise money for kids with they, for their life skills, to work with them about their careers. Uh, I got to admit, Ed has been there every year working with us. Uh, it's a great tournament, a lot of great gifts, uh, fast screen TVs, HD TVs, vacation resort, all kind of stuff that we give away to the players that come and participate. And it's all about raising funds to help our young people. We all how do they how do they register for the tournament? They can register. Uh, they can uh, go to our website. Our website is Higher Level Skills Camp. Dot com. And what's the weekend, uh, Mr. Hightower? It's May 16th. It's a Saturday, May 16th. Uh, the uh, tournament starts at 9 o'clock. Uh, it's uh, registration 8, four-person team, shotgun start. The, the, now, here's the real great part about it because of the great people like Eddie and the other people, Melvin Jones, all those that work with us. The entry fee for a team of four is only <laughs> $265 for a team of four. That includes the tournament, their lunch, the golf carts, the practice balls, the gift bags, 
all of that. And the reason we're able to do that is because of the great people we work with give us such a great deal and with people helping us out and volunteering their time. Uh, it's a it's a fantastic day. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's for people that, whether you're a professional or whether you just like going out, hanging out, come on out and enjoy the day. Help us raise some money for our kids because you know the U is one of the best examples. Because a kid comes from a bad environment, don't make it a bad kid. The That's U has showed sure. that for years, for years and years. And they quit all our schools in Florida have, you know, and give a kid a chance to make the best of it. And that's all we try to do. And that's what we're all about. That's what the tournament is about. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to give my shout-out to Sammy Smith from Florida State, Eddie Williams from the U, uh, all those guys. that We're from Apopka, and all those guys that work with us to make sure that they give back to the community. And I'm challenging any other player from Papa Rogers Beckett, one of the great guys that went to Marshall, works with us every day. And Melvin Jones, who's my right-hand man, who works with us. So we got some great people that work with this tournament. They put their time in. It's about the kids. Um, University of Miami, I give you props. Y'all the first one to step up. Y'all, y'all, just like when y'all started to run in the 80s, y'all starting to run now. So Florida Gators, Florida State, Cookman, Rattlers, Y'all come on board, uh, unless y'all scared of you. <laughs> hey, Mr. Hightower, thank you so much for putting this together. And um, you can count on me. I'll be there, and I'm doing everything I can to get a couple more foursomes to be a part of this tournament so we can make this thing as successful as we can. Hey, Scott, I, appreciate I really appreciate you. If you would just tell me one thing, uh, if you would put my phone number out, because I will take personal calls. They can give my call at 407-376-4659 if they have an interest. If they don't play golf, it's going to be a sponsor. We most definitely can use their help. Yep. And you could go to that website. Uh, um, if you just type, if you just Google um, higher level skills camp, um, I mean, it comes right up. You're right in, in, uh, in the Oviedo, in the Orlando area, uh, Lakeland, Orlando area. So, hey. Yeah, the whole Central um, Florida. We cover the whole Central Florida yeah. area. Oh, we have to like Check <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Hey, Scott, thanks again for calling the show. I appreciate you. Thanks for Jerome Wilkerson for calling the show. Thanks for Eddie Williams for calling the show. Thanks for Ken from St. Augustine calling the show. Hey, Coach, I appreciate you being there for me all the time. All right, buddy. All right, I'll talk to you. Hey, guys, thanks for being a part of the Sports Info UM radio show on the Voice America radio. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.